previously on Final Fantasy VII. Get down here, Merc. Halt! Who goes there? You're up. You're coming with us. Nice and easy. Don't think so. Drop the weapon! You got this. Yeah, what he said. Uh, what was his name again? Cloud. Cloud Strife. Right. And he isn't a soldier anymore. Still, he's a professional, unlike the rest of us. This is a one-time gig. When it's done, we're done. Uh... You better be worth the money, Merc. Every last gill. party readies themselves to infiltrate the reactor tower. However, before doing so, Cloud stops. He pauses a moment to take in the sheer magnitude of this tower. It's enormous, the lights resemble fireflies in the night sky. Huge ventilation ducts and steam ducts funnel into it and smoke billows from the top. The cool night air invigorates him, and he rushes forward. Cloud runs down a small stairway and comes face to face with a security officer and a large guard dog. I say guard dog, but it appears to be more of a hellhound given its appearance. Locking on the targets. You can press R3 to lock onto a specific target. Press R3 again to unlock. While locked onto a target, you can use the right stick to switch between multiple targets. Get him, boy! Cloud and the dog charge each other. Cloud swings at it, but the dog is quick, easily dodges, and prepares for a counterattack. Cloud uses focused thrust, lunging toward the dog, attempting to stagger it. The two of them barrel into the wall, and traffic cones go flying into the air. Immediately, Cloud goes after the security officer and takes him down with a flurry of strikes. The Hellhound flanks Cloud and gets in a swift bite. Cloud retaliates with a heavy downward strike and staggers it. He capitalizes on the opportunity and gets in some quick cuts and slashes. This Hellhound won't go down without a fight. It jumps back to its feet, gets in another good chomp, bringing Cloud's HP to almost half. The two circle each other. The Hound charges and Cloud rolls out of the way. He strikes and connects, doing just a little damage. Now anticipating retaliation, Cloud goes into a defensive stance. I'm waiting. It attacks and Cloud blocks. The trade attacks back and forth. Cloud performs various quick slashes. Steady. Now staggered again. Let's go. Cloud capitalizes and finishes off the troubling foe. 13 experience and 6 skill. Cloud downs a potion. Now entering a warehouse, we see Jesse, Barrett, Biggs, and Wedge running on the second floor above. Wedge calls out to us. Cloud hops in a tiny elevator and pushes a red button. downs another potion to restore his health points. His party is standing outside of a metal gate. They have already cut a hole in the gate, and the party crouches and slips through. 
This way. Big stops us before we enter the opening. Huh. Not so fast. We've got company. Another guard dog. It's accompanied by two security officers. These dogs are certainly not ordinary. The black dog's eyes are solid white. Razor sharp fangs and a long serpent-like tail. Cloud blocks the first attacks from the officers, then launches them into the air with an upward slash. He pushes the hellhound away from him. Using Braver, he finishes off the wounded officer, despite the officer's best effort to block the attack. Cloud rolls and takes down the other officer. Only the hellhound remains and it chases Cloud. Cloud retaliates and tries to strike, but the dog runs and now Cloud chases it. The trade attacks. Cloud connects. It staggers the hellhound, allowing him an opening to perform another flurry and finish it off. Not bad. 16 experience, 7 kill, and a potion. In this room are stepladders, barrels, and various warehouse and construction materials. Cloud checks some loose boxes before entering the opening in the gate. Gauge electrical wires line the metal walls. Clown engages two more officers to allow the rest of the party time to continue down the hall. He slashes one, then rolls to the other who has a rifle pointed at Cloud. The overpowering slashes from Cloud's sword knock the officer into a metal container. He knocks the officer into the air, then cuts him before he can hit the ground. Critical hit to the second officer, and he continues onward. Let's go. Circular valves allow steam to blow into the narrow hall. Cloud pulls down on a metal handle and opens a gate where we can now see our party gathered in a circle. Path tees, Wedge stands guard, and Cloud runs after the other three, who run across a metal catwalk. We now enter the huge smokestack Cloud previously looked at. The number 01 is etched on the exterior. Biggs is working on electronic apparatus. Barrett barks at Cloud. Soldiers may attack on command, but I hear they make good guard dogs too. Bet you've seen a few reactors. So how do we get to the bridge above Mako storage? Ain't holding out on me, are you? Stamp scared to bite the hand that fed him? Or is he a loyal little doggy? Cloud clutches the side of his head and Have pain. it your way, Mutt. We can do this with you, or we can do this without you. Different reactor, different layout. Depends when it was built. Never seen one like this, but I'll manage. Biggs finishes his work and another gate opens. Three, two... Damn, I'm good. Cloud enters, and four officers point their firearms at him. Who's there? Door! Oh, wait! They shut the gate behind Cloud, isolating him from the rest of the party. It's over! That's my line. No way out now, except through the guards. 
Cloud's unique ability, Switching Modes. Every character has a unique ability, which you can activate with Triangle. With Cloud's Mode Shift ability, you can switch between his Balanced Operator Mode and his Attack-Oriented Punisher Mode. Press Triangle to try it out. He's alone! We can take him! Punisher Mode. In Punisher Mode, Cloud moves more slowly, but pressing Square unleashes a more powerful attack than usual. In addition, Cloud launches a counter blow every time he guards against an enemy melee attack. He cannot, however, guard against range attacks or magic. When you evade such attacks, you will switch back to Operator Mode. You've got this. Cloud uses wide swings and dispatches of all four almost evenly and at once. 18 experience and 8 guild per guard. The rest of the party enters. Let's move. He always knows just what to say. Cut it out. Jesse works on hacking the next gate. Simmer down, hotshot. It's a good thing I know someone who can get us the passcodes. <sighs> Pity no one else at command will talk to us, but what can you do? <sighs> and we're good. Careful in there, says Biggs. I got this place covered. Biggs stays behind to stand guard as Cloud, Barrett, and Jesse move forward into what appears to be a locker room. In the lockers are hard hats and one-piece overalls. We locate a chest and pull out one tuft of Phoenix down. As Cloud assists Jesse in simultaneously pushing the two open buttons, Jesse speaks to him. Looks like the elevator's on another floor. Mind pushing that button? So, you know Tifa, right? It's not really my business, but are you guys close? Cloud looks to be in deep thought. Tifa and I... He's cut short as the elevator door opens. Barrett walks in between them, shoving Cloud out of his way again. Inside what appears to be a luxurious high-rise headquarters, one man is seated at a tall chair, surrounded by computer monitors, with an extravagant view of the city behind him. A second man wearing a distinguished uniform approaches him. His name is Heidegger. These sewer rats appear to call themselves Avalanche, sir. On the screen, they monitor Cloud, Jesse, and Barrett in the elevator. Cloud and Jesse stand still, but Barrett paces back and forth. We are currently investigating whether they belong to the same group that made the attempt on your life. The gruff man speaking has a very large scar on his right eye. His hair is jet black, slicked back. He has a full goatee and beard. His facial features are very defined and very strong. The seated man, he has one cheek rested on his fist. His purple suit and tie are impeccable. Rest assured, our inquiries will not take much longer. Meanwhile, in the elevator. This pump's sole purpose is to drain the planet dry. While you sleep, while you eat, while you shit, it's here sucking up, Marco. It doesn't rest, and it doesn't care. You do realize what Marco is, don't you? Marco is the lifeblood of our world. The planet bleeds green like you and me bleed red. The hell you think's gonna happen when it's all gone, huh? Answer me! You gonna stand there and pretend you can't hear the planet crying out in pain? I know you can! He points at Cloud. You really hear that? Damn straight I do! Get help. 
Say that again! Barricades in Cloud's face. I'd worry less about the planet and more about the next five seconds. Save the screaming for later. Mako Reactor 1. Utility access. The party exits the elevator onto a platform. Our lives are on the line now. Barrett points the chain gun just shy of Cloud's face. You listening, Merc? One false move. And that happens. Well, so much for having Cloud do all the fighting. There are some places a sword just can't reach. Says Jessie as she leans against the metal guardrail. She runs to Cloud. Just bear with him for me, would you? <laughs> Should have asked for more money. <laughs> as Cloud walks ahead, a bizarre mounted security camera homes in on him from above. Cloud notices and draws his sword. Barrett rushes to his side. Ally joined. Barrett Wallace. Barrett Strength. Barrett specializes in ranged attacks. Holding down square releases a sustained burst of automatic fire when equipped with a ranged weapon. Barrett can fire from safe locations and hit enemies that Cloud cannot reach with his sword. Gonna throw your sword at him? Let the man with the gun go to work. Now control Barrett. These tin cans ain't got nothing on me. The Sentry Ray fires a laser at Cloud, which is blocked by his sword. Barrett points his chain gun upwards toward the rail and unloads on the sentries. Two sentry rays periodically pepper Cloud and Barrett, hitting them fairly hard each time. Barrett's unique ability, Overcharge. Press triangle while in control of Barrett to deliver a heavy hitting attack that fills a large portion of his ATB gauge. Once unleashed, it takes a long time to recharge this attack. Pressing triangle, however, will speed up the process. Barrett uses his overcharge and blasts one of the sentries for heavy damage. Now for the real show. It falls from the rail onto the steel plates below. Now he focuses on the second, occasionally rolling to dodge the lasers. His roll is more sluggish than Cloud's due to his stature and his size. He still gets the job done. His chain gun attacks do very little damage, but they hit very rapidly. The second falls after a heavy overcharge. Switching characters. You can switch to different characters depending on the battle situation. You can also stick with the same character and issue orders to party allies. Press up or down or left or right to switch characters. Press L2 or R2 to issue commands to allies. A group of monodrives attack the party from the ground. To switch to Cloud, he rushes from one enemy to the other, slashing them upwards and following up with a downward slash. The monodrives appear to be very small flying robots with an oversized eye. As we control Cloud, Barrett suppresses the enemy with support fire. We switch to him, we check out his two abilities. Steel Skin, which temporarily reduces damage taken and how easily you are interrupted. And Focus Shot, which consumes all ATB charges to unleash a concentrated burst of energy. Significantly increases stagger. He also has two spells, Thunder, which deals a small amount of lightning damage, and Cure, which restores a small amount of HP. How about Cloud? He has one spell, Fire does a small amount of fire damage. We use fire against the final mono drive. Call fire. It does 275 heavy damage. I could have done that on my own. Sure you could. Destroying it for six experience and four gil. We run through the messy warehouse area. Halogen lights, iron bars, and fiberglass stepladders are strewn about. 
two soldiers head down a metal stairway. Look what we have here. The laser security system. Great. Those things will hurt more than your pride if you're careless. They'll cut you down to size and then some. But I'm guessing you've done this kind of thing before. Yeah. Figure out the timing of the lasers. Then, make a move when they cycle off. Exactly. I'll go first. Nothing like a little danger to get the blood pumping. Hey! Just keep those baby blues of yours on me! Dashing. You can move around outside of battle more quickly by holding R1 or R2 to dash. Or, you can press L3 once to keep dashing until you stop moving. Ahead of us, red lasers stream upwards. They stop for just a brief moment at preset times. Cloud passes through the first. Barrett, trailing behind us, catches one of the lasers and takes some damage. We check some of the stacks of cardboard boxes, but we find nothing. Cloud makes it through the second. And the third. Head down another set of stairs, and we see more sets of lasers to pass through. These lasers appear to have a timer that is more sporadic. We clip the lasers a few times, stubbornly, taking damage in the process. The final clips Cloud a few times. He grows impatient. Finally passes through. We locate a chest with two potions. Down the last set of steps. Look. They don't call those things sweepers for nothing. They can wipe out a whole squad in seconds. Now hiding behind a corner wall in a large room, we see a huge contraption which looks ready to attack on the far side of the room. It stands on two metal legs with large feet. Mounted atop the legs is a barrel-shaped body, with what appears to be a shield on the face of it. Not if you wipe the floor with them first. Ha! We can take this hunk of junk! That hunk of junk is a heavy weapons platform. If we rush it in, we die. Is that right? Need to hit it with magic. That should give us an opening. It senses us and quickly slides in our direction using its large flat feet, generating sparks on the ground as it moves. Cloud jumps out of the way, focuses his attention back on the machine. We slash the sweeper, but we do very little damage at all. Cloud casts fire. It hits hard with 235 damage. But as he completes the spell, the sweeper charges and knocks Cloud down to the ground, wounding him very badly. Barrett charges forward, casts thunder. Staggering enemies. Hitting enemies with certain attacks or dealing large amounts of damage will temporarily knock them off balance, and pressured will appear underneath their gauge. When this happens, pelt them with spells and abilities to quickly fill their stagger gauge. Once it is full, you can stagger them. The gauge fills faster depending on the abilities of magic used, as well as the foe's vulnerabilities. Find the most effective attack to quickly finish off each enemy. Hey, it's not Let's put it down. Give it all you've got. Now the sweeper is staggered and unable to attack, the party takes advantage and rushes it. Of course. It just had to get back up. So we knock it down again. 
No time to complain. Cloud hits it with fire. Sweeper retaliates with heavy fire. Cloud dodges. Barret hits it with thunder, damaging it heavily. They exchange blows with the machine and eventually stagger it. Now's our chance. Go. Don't need to tell me twice. I'm gonna enjoy this. Take it down, but they're now wounded. What are you? Twenty-something? First. Huh? Soldier first class. Doesn't go into the twenties. The hell are you talking about? I mean your age, not your goddamn rank. I uh <clears throat> Though for all I know, a soldier's rank could be the same as his age. Mm-hmm. Guess that make you a one-year-old, huh? Live and learn! We meet Jesse at the end of the room. And we pass through a corridor leading downwards. That's our target, the reactor core. Gotta set the bomb at the bottom. Cloud and Jesse look down at it from above. And thank you for listening. Join me for part three. The finale.